The football season is now over, and we look forward to the uh, 2006 World Cup in Germany. The decision of Sven Joran Eriksson to move on after this World Cup and the difficult recruitment process for his successor has focused attention on the qualities of English managers and whether they are up to the job of managing the national side. The recent season has seen a number of young English managers grab the headlines, Stuart Pearce, A.D. Boothroyd, Kevin Blackwell to name but three. Many have benefited from professional development programmes such as that run by Warwick Business School. Sue Bridgewater is the Director of the Certificate of Applied Management. Sue, what's the debate around the quality of English managers during the Sven replacement saga, and it really felt like a saga, uh, seemed to dwell on the lack of English managers working at the highest level? There have actually been some very strong performances this season, haven't there? Yeah, I mean, I think what we have to remember is that um, we have traditionally had a different model to some countries. We have had a model where we were tending in this country to put in people who were the big name players mm. and outside the premiership you could actually become a manager and you didn't have to have any particular coaching qualifications there is no pro- professional path towards that but actually a lot of other european countries particularly were ahead of us in terms of having the uefa pro license in place for long and having a, a path that people would follow to become football managers but were also much broader in terms of who could become a manager mm. so you've got Mourinho, who was the interpreter Julio, Wenger, Sven Goran Eriksson himself, who were not the biggest name players. And so we've actually been in some ways limited by our view that you had to be a big name player to be acceptable. Um, and we're beginning to see that that trend is, is going away because A.D. Boothroyd, Kevin Blackwell, Steve Tilson, back-to-back promotions with South End, all people who've been on our programme were not the biggest name players. And it's actually nice to see some of these people who have the potential to be to be good managers uh, and obviously have an understanding of the game but who weren't necessarily the biggest name players coming through, showing their ability and unless we develop that kind of talent then no, we, we won't get the, mm. the England managers of the future. So um, what kind of skills and knowledge are the managers gaining from attending an applied management course at the business school? We went round and talked to some of the um, senior managers in the game and talked about when they came in What could anybody have done that would have helped them in that early phase to understand, to be successful and so on? And one of the things that struck me was that a lot of the senior managers of the game now were saying that the system has changed a lot from when they came in, that they might have started in the lower leagues, Brian Clough, Howard Wilkinson, Alex Ferguson, and learnt their trade and then moved up, got the opportunities, moved up the leagues and become the senior managers of the day but that now quite often managers are thrown in at the deep end they might go straight into a high profile job you had Chris Coleman coming in at Fulham when he was 32 you've had AD coming in at the championship um, at a relatively young age now what do you do to help prepare those people for the challenges they face which everybody is accepting at a higher pressure than they used to be more media attention uh, more pressure uh, more money in the game financial problems in the game And the conclusion the PFA, the League Managers Association and the Football Association felt was to provide professional qualifications, a management toolkit. Mm. And the things that were identified by those senior managers were things like understanding the finances, um, being able to deal with the media, having had preparation in media training, in dealing with TV interviews, radio interviews, public speaking, managing image, planning strategy. So we went through a whole set of things that you would expect to see in management strategy, marketing operations and so on, but we applied them to the football context and what the particular things are that they would need to do. Hmm. So rather than, say, an old apprentice system, we're now looking at a professionalised 
uh, career path. Yeah, and obviously the um, the system of working alongside more experienced managers and mentors is, is very valid and nobody is taking away from that. But we're trying to supplement it by saying these people have to hit the ground running. And from the research that I was doing earlier in the year, all almost half of all first-time managers get one shot at this and then never come back and get another management position. So you really do, you know, this is if you get your chance and it comes up, you've got to be able to take it, otherwise you don't stay in the game. So why do, why do you think then that despite all the good work that's going on in the championship and the sort of the, the uh, bottom middle half of the uh, premiership table that those top teams and the top jobs when they are talked about the English cohort of English man- the, of young English managers um, are not getting the breaks in that respect. Well, I think what's happened is that the, the system... Some, I was talking to someone the other day and they said, you know, in England we, we aren't sure what system we're playing to. We've got the European model of sporting director and head coach and then we traditionally had very much the manager who walked the t- touchline wearing his trilby but wasn't involved in the coaching side. Now we have some people who are good coaches, tracksuit managers. We have some people who are managers in suits who stand back from it and have excellent coaches. So we have a lot of different things going on in this system. And we've been through phases where the older, more experienced managers come back into roles. We had a phase where Graham Taylor and Howard Wilkinson and others came back into posts. We're currently going through a phase where the good young managers are coming through, and some of them are moving up the leagues, which is very encouraging. We're seeing them being offered opportunities at one of this year's intake onto the course to Billy Davies, and we're seeing him talked about to go into a premiership job with Charlton. So we're seeing people come through. But until we get a tradition that people come through the ranks and are getting up at least into the premiership jobs we're getting English managers or UK managers Mm. rather into the premiership jobs then we won't have a strong field of contenders for the international job and yet isn't it um, isn't it sort of slightly odd really that thinking about Steve McLaren moving on to England the first name that comes out of the hat when they're talking about the next manager for Middlesbrough is Terry Venables who's very much part of the old guard I don't think that's odd I think it's actually um, encouraging that what we're saying in the end, is we, we, we toyed with the fact that we could have Scolari and, and other people and we could go for the, this person has done it with international sides. Um, and then we looked at some of the contenders we had who were doing excellent jobs, some of them in very difficult situations. And, and if you took Sam Allardyce or Alan Kerbishley, Steve McLaren, I am confident that all of them could have done mm. a good job with England. But it was about daring to do it because they hadn't had, and people were holding against them, they hadn't had the same level of... Um, European experience and international experience but you know we have to accept that these people are excellent they've worked within constraints just imagine what they could do if you actually gave them the best players and and to do that because I think it adds something different to the role that we are showing first that we do believe in the preparation and qualifications and we are setting a role model for people to bother doing that Mm. because they have the opportunity of getting there but also it is nice to have a national manager who is associated with the country. Mm. The national manager's job is a very different job to a club management role, isn't it? Where are the major differences between the sort of the two uh, areas? Well, I think if you look at the, the coming World Cup, it's very much a short space of time and success is, is not over a season. It's going to be over a very short window and you do have additional challenges like, and if Rooney happens to be injured and Owen happens to be injured mm. for that period of time, it's it's a major disaster for the manager. The other thing you've got to bear in mind is that they have... Um, a relatively limited space of time to prepare those players. They're not their players. They may not have them day in, day out, so maybe they, they know them less well. They're trying to take other people's recommendations. 
And if I believe this, Theo Walcott has come in. And Sven is not really that acquainted with his play, but he's taking Arsene Wenger's word of, of how he thinks he might play. It's a different challenge. Mm. It's a very intense challenge. And it is working with an elite squad, but not a squad who you necessarily know that well. So, what are the different qualities that um, you'd expect to be seeing in a, in a, in a, a kind of a national manager as opposed to uh, a, a club manager? I mean, you've spoken about the kind of the emphasis on marketing and the business management side of things uh, that um, are important at a club level. At a national level, is that? just as important? Well obviously different things will come out because you're not signing players if you're a national Mm. manager so you don't have the same emphasis on finance, that's for the clubs to do you will have a lot of media attention so you get the the marketing and image side the public speaking, all of those things in spades, you've got Mm. a lot of that and a lot of attention concentrated in a short space of time and I think everybody talks about the level of interest there is so the pressures that you may have faced as a club manager are only going to be bigger if you actually go into the, the national manager's job. So it's it's largely about the um, organising vision and leadership, so that the strategy and planning, but also it's it's going to have a large marketing element in it. Is that, I mean, is the requirement, um, I, I know certainly with the, the case of Glenn Roder recently, with um, a lot, there was a lot of sort of umming and ahhing about whether or not he should have been able to take the Newcastle job because he didn't have the pro licence, he didn't have this, he didn't have that. Um, Is there a risk that um, restrictions on whether or not you can take a job because you might not quite have the badge, but in a situation like Glenn's where he's obviously demonstrated a great aptitude and success with Newcastle, the requirement to have all these licences and have all this training actually restricts, uh, restricts quality in some respect? Well, I think you have to compare it with any other field first and say we have chartered accountants and we have medical doctors and we have other people where we would fully expect the people who actually perform your operation in the hospital to have the right qualifications for the job. And actually what we've been doing in football is to put in place a set of professional qualifications that prepare people to do the job as well as they possibly can do. Now, I appreciate that individuals have circumstances and it's not about the individuals, but UEFA came in and said, right, for... English clubs to be allowed to enter European qualifications, we require managers of premiership clubs to have the UEFA Pro Licence, which is the highest coaching qualification. It's the one with management in it. Um, And they said, we'll give you a period of time to get everybody qualified because they need to go through this process. So you've got until 2010 for everybody to have this. Um, Now, a lot of the managers have taken this very seriously. They've put their time and their money into coming on coaching badges. They've spent their summers when they've had busy seasons. I'm sure they've benefited, and they all say they have benefited from doing the courses. Even those who were maybe sceptical beforehand Mm. have turned up, found immense value in these. Uh, But we have got to be careful what message we're sending out, because if there's a rule, and the rule was not one that we decided on unilaterally as a country, but it came from UEFA, and it's about getting into European qualifications, then if we start making exceptions and exemptions and and whatever else, you have to be clear that you're setting a precedent and be clear what you're going to allow and what you're not going to allow, uh, because what we don't want is to do something where UEFA comes back and says, sorry, you're, you're not applying the rules that we actually asked you to apply. Yeah. So, Sue, based on your uh, extensive research and knowledge of uh, football management and uh, and the football scene, um, where's your money on for this uh, summer's World Cup? Well, I have to say England, don't I? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, despite the injuries, uh, we all have a feeling that it has to be our has to be our tournament. We've come so close over a period of years. Uh, we're looking at this. We, we've got sort of one or two players in there who 
you know, Walcott and Crouch and so on, you think, well, they could be the, the surprise factor, it could be the big stars of the, of the tournament, uh, but obviously you go into it and you, you think the same set of teams probably are the ones that we're going to be looking at. We're going to be looking at Brazil and Italy and France and Germany is the host of the tournament, but we hope that this time it could be our, our World Cup. Sue, thank you. You're welcome.